You're listening to The 123 Show with me, Noreen Mir, on this Wednesday afternoon. This afternoon, we'll be talking about getting back to work after a career break. And I'm really delighted to be joined on the program once again by Shirley Adrain, who is the founder and the CEO of the Career Catalyst Group. Shirley is also a DNI consultant and leadership coach. And Shirley and her team at Career Catalyst Group support individuals to maximize their potential at work and organizations to create a diverse and inclusive workforce. Welcome back on the program, Shirley. It's so nice to speak to you again. How are you doing? I'm great and delighted to be back. Thank you. Yes. So first of all, how would you sort of define a career break? I mean, how long sort of constitutes as as a career break? I mean, normally when people look at career breaks, they say two years, but actually we can have a career break that's shorter than that. And and I find quite a lot of people I help in Hong Kong have actually moved here. Um, and so they've had, you know, they've moved here quite recently and perhaps have only had a short break, but it's a big change to actually find a job in Hong Kong if you've used to been working somewhere else. Yeah, it sounds quite nice, maybe because I'm, I'm working every day full time. I mean, what are the sort of reasons uh, you see people taking a bit of a career break? Um, I mean, the main one people always think about is, you know, mothers having children and then wanting to get back to work when the children are at school or are at a certain age. Um, and I, and I've, t- I've helped, you know, a lot of them, including several who, who've had 10 year gaps um, wow. or more. Um, and also um, the, the, anyone who's really, you know, come here, um, you know, moved to Hong Kong. There's quite a few people that in, in that situation where they, they, they haven't planned to have a break and then they, they struggle to find a job. So then, you know, we, we sort of help them work the Hong Kong job market and get themselves ready to find a role here. Um, and sometimes people just need to have a, a sabbatical. And I think particularly, particularly recently with, with, with COVID, as there's been such a change and people have felt more comfortable having that break. Um, and, and people have breaks for, for different reasons, for health reasons as well. So it's not just having children. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think the big question today is how can people get back to work after a career break? And I know you have a special interest in this area. Mm-hmm. You've designed courses to help corporates and to help individuals uh, to do mm-hmm. precisely that. So h- how can people sort of get back, uh, get their career back on track and re-enter uh, the workforce? Well, first of all, they need to take a bit of time thinking about what they really want. Um, and, you know, do they want to go back into what they were doing before? Do the skills need to be refreshed? Um, and then really look at, you know, what's available and how to navigate the market here, which is quite a challenge. Um, you know, so getting the right contacts, using the right databases. Um, and, you know, do they want to go in through a formal returnship program that's offered by a few companies here? Or do they want to, you know, look, look for advertised roles? Or do they want to use their network and find another way in? And, and, and most people who, who are returners tend to go in that, thir- that third way through the network. Yeah. Let's uh, back up a little bit. You mentioned just now sort of the relaunching, uh, the, the, the re-entering internship. Uh, explain that to our listeners. So corporates actually have special programs for, for people returning to work? Yes, they're called returnship programs, and we see them a lot in other countries. They're really quite big in, in places like the US. They have a lot of them, and in and, and the UK, Australia as well. In Hong Kong, companies have been much slower in the uptake. You know, they have a global program, but they might not run it in Hong Kong. Um, but there's certainly quite a few of the banks run them here. Um, you know, Morgan Stanley's been running them for a while. Um, JP Morgan's running the first one this year. 
um, uh, Merrill Lynch has been running it for a few years, um, and BNP Paribas are, are just just finished. I've just been supporting them on their program, which just which just finished. So there are some options, and there also I think UBS ha has one as well. When they have roles, people can apply for online, and that will that will actually link into the, the returnship program. Yeah, and a returnship program yeah. lasts about three months. Usually, it's three months, and it's three months in a row refreshing your skills a bit of networking you know and you, and you have this you know opportunity um to really work in a team put something on your cv and then you you're either offered a job at the end of that or you're not but even if you're not offered a job at the end of it you, you've basically got something in your cv and if you've got a big gap it's fantastic to have your confidence again to, and it makes it much easier to find another role once you've done these so so i think they're, they're a great opportunity for people Absolutely. And I, and I suppose it would be a win-win situation for the employers as well, rather than just sort of hiring people um, based on the interviews. They really get a few months with these um, with, with their staff and to really decide at the end of the internship or, or the returnship program. So this way, they're not basing their hire on just an interview and really get a flavor and, and look at the portfolio of their of their workers. Yes, and I think you know that there's quite a high retention rate, um, or you know, conversion to permanent, um, especially in Hong Kong. I mean, at the moment, obviously, there's not many people moving to Hong Kong. We've got a skills shortage; people are leaving Hong Kong, so the, the need for returners is is just so much more, you know, than it ever was in the past. So it's it's a great opportunity now to start looking for something, even if you've had a big break. Yeah, I, I want to talk about uh, two points that I sort of picked up on what, what you were saying. I, I suppose uh, from the employer's perspective, um, what does a gap look like for, for someone's uh, career? I mean, do, do they feel that they don't have the technical uh, skill sets? Uh, that, that's one question. And the other side is the, the, the returnees um, self-doubt on their own abilities. Yeah. I mean, are they worried? Yeah. So perhaps let's start with the employer's perspective. I mean, what are they most concerned about when they're hiring um, uh, people who've taken a career break? Yes, I think the concern sometimes around the confidence um, and, you know, do they have the right skills and do they have the mindset to go back to a full time job? Are, are they going to want to work two days a week? Or, so, so those are some of the, the, you know, the worries employers have and, and, and they would have considered easier to hire someone who's, you know, already been in the job than, than had a gap. But more and more employers are looking at returnees and, and, you know, the value they can bring and adding diversity as well. You know, someone who's usually a bit older, who's got different types of experience. And I've, and I've got lots of great stories of people who've gone back and, and you know, really, really done well in their careers. You know, I've, I've been working on this for years. So, you know, people that I helped find jobs, you know, four or five years ago are in pretty senior roles now. Wow, that's great. So, so what about the candidates themselves? What are some of their main concerns having taken a bit of a career break? Yeah. Um, w what's that like on their self-confidence or their thoughts on their own abilities? Yeah, and, and that's something that I spend a lot of time w working on is looking at, you know, the, the CV, looking at their background, pulling out the transferable skills that are still valid and, and giving them that confidence that, that they can get back to work. I mean, I personally took a two and a half year gap when I was an investment banker and I went back into, you know, a regional role as a director. So, you know, not, not an easy role. Um, and, you know, I was a little bit worried after having such a long gap, but actually... 
it was just like I'd left work the week before. My only problem was in the changes in technology. And, and certainly when I speak to people on the BMP program, that was exactly the same. It's, it's getting to grips with the new technology. Actually working, you, you remember it's like riding a bike. <laughs> I think. Exactly. And then it's up to the individual to sort of come up to scratch, come to, to, come, to, come to scratch uh, with, with the new skills to learn. Um, I, I suppose... Yes. I suppose it's also like people remember you um, just as you left um, your role as well. People don't know, you know, the sort of things that you you do at home, you know, driving kids around or or sort of in the kitchen cooking. Um, They just Mm -hmm. remember you as as you were before. So as long as you have a good track record, then that's how people remember you. Yeah, and that, that's a good point, Noreen, actually, because quite a few of the people I've helped have found a role by going back to their previous employer. And I always say to them, don't do this first. Get your story right, you know, work on some skills, feel comfortable, go and have coffees with a few other people. And then when you're feeling pretty confident, then you approach your previous boss. And then so many times they offer them a job. You, 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 you're willing to get your, yeah, your game face, your story <laughs> right, and you have that, you know, feel comfortable. Because yeah, your old boss does not think about you having like two kids on your hip for the last 10 years. They just think about how you were when you worked before. Yeah. Exactly. So, I mean, what, what should I do? What, what should one do when they're on a career break and thinking about returning? back to work what are some of the things that they should be focusing on getting everything ready before they head back well I think looking at your resume making sure that you've done something so and people you know there's a lot of things that people have done that, that have given you some skills so you know whether it's some online training where it's like doing some voluntary work for an NGO, where it's being on a board. Um, th- there's lots of different things you could have done, even like helping out with the school, helping out with a startup. Um, so, so thinking about what skills that you've still retained, um, and, and if they've not done much, then, then I work with them and share the resources and, and, and get them <laughs> get them up to speed. So they've, they've got some of these examples or, or, or on the CV, um, and then. You know, I, I help them with coaching and, and, and linking them to the various sources that are good for finding jobs here. Yeah, um, I know you've helped so many people, wom- women in particular, sort of get back uh, in, into their career. Can you give us some examples uh, of people that you've helped in the past and what sorts of roles they went back to? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, well, Jane, she uh, used to uh, be an editor of Cosmo. Um, so she had a very exciting, you know, <laughs> career and she, and she had a really big gap. Um, and then she wanted to get back into work and she actually found a new role um, as a, a director of sales and, and, and well, so marketing communications for a big international school. And this was, was fantastic for her wow. because she basically, she came in as a director with a big gap, um, but she's done such an amazing role that she's been headhunted. She's now in a much more senior role at another school because, you know, these kind of roles are really marketable at the moment. So she's producing amazingly beautiful, you know, magazines, comms, you know, so, so th- this was not hard for skills. her. Yeah, so, yeah. And she's earning so much more money, I think more than double than she ever earned <laughs> and when she was, you know, in publishing. Um, other people have come and done smart, small um, term work. So there's so much an option, you know, it's like a three month um, project. So someone came from India um, and she had worked in data analytics and she had, you know, she had a five year gap. Um, so we looked for shorter term work for her and we found her a three month um, piece of work there. She, she'd also updated her skills. So what was the late, latest technology and, the, and data analytics? And then she found a role in Goldman Sachs. So um, 
And that's just two examples. I mean, mm. there's others around um, people who've worked in fashion and had a big gap. And then, you know, one of them has found some, an amazing role here for a smaller fashion house and, and working a couple of days a week um, and using all the skills she had in, in other countries here. So, you know, it doesn't need to be a full-time role. There's so many small companies here who really value your skills. Yeah, and it sounds like you don't have to go back into full-time employment. If you take on these sort of smaller internships, there's a possibility of it leading to something more permanent. Yes. So it's okay to take on, you know, the three-month tasks and, yeah. and and, yes. and jobs yeah mm -hmm. I think at the moment employers you know they really want they, you know they really want you to be there permanently so so that the, these opportunities is a much higher conversion rate to perm than there might have been a few years ago yeah um I mean what how do you sort of um uh, oh, I've forgotten what I was gonna ask now oh, yes that's it um can a career change a break kind of lead to a career change have you noticed mm -hmm. this people sort of reevaluating the skill sets they have and then thinking yes. um, I'll do something else altogether yes mm -hmm. uh, yeah and it was a fantastic uh, uh, actually example on the BMP program this lady who had was an environmental um, engineer um, so she had oh, worked wow. for, you know, big, big environmental companies and then she came here and now she's working in an environmental social you know, um, governance role, so an ESG role. So ESG finance is a huge growth area globally and in Hong Kong. So finding people who've got the skills for that, you know, is, is quite hard for employers. But she has done amazing in this role. And she said it's been the most exciting. Yeah, she said it's been the most exciting three months of her life um, because she, she has skills and experience that she can transfer and really excel in this role. Yeah. And finally, for, for some of our listeners who are thinking of uh, returning back to work, I remember in a previous interview, Shirley, you mentioned, let everybody in your network know. I mean, how important yes. uh, is that? Because sometimes people maybe feel embarrassed to, to say, I've taken yeah. such a long break and they don't tell everybody. I mean, why, why yes. is it so important for that? Yeah. And especially if you've taken a long break and, and everybody knows you as somebody's mom or, or you know, whoever yeah. other person that helps out with this, but they don't think of you as being, you know, you know, your job and, and, and all of that part of your background. So that's why I think it's important, you know, once you've worked out what you want to do, you know, you get your, your LinkedIn profile and you reconnect to lots of people, you arrange coffees with people, you have your kind of short elevator pitch about, you know, what, what you're looking for. Um, and, and, and that just makes it so much easier because I find here people are always willing to help and they're always willing to, you know, Help, you know, find you, find you somebody to speak to. I mean, I always knew, I've been here a long time and I always knew somebody, no matter how obscure the role, I know somebody who does it or knows somebody else who does it. So, um, and I think that's pretty common in Hong Kong. Yeah, well said, Shirley. Well, it's been so lovely to, to catch up with you uh, once again. Thank you so much for your sharing. Can you remind our listeners, have you got a website and are you on social media? How can our listeners connect yes. with you? Yes, they can collect with me. I'm on Career Catalyst Group, so that's careercatalystgroup.com. Um, I also have a, a, a little Facebook page for people returning to work, and it's called Back to Work, work Hong Kong. Um, and that, yeah, I, I used to um, have a website for that, but now it's part of Career Catalyst Group. So, so the Facebook page is where I, I, I update things, and you know. 
details of programs running here that other companies are running details of, of my programs and just you know some inspirational things that can help people return to work yes and also Shirley is very active on LinkedIn as well I follow you on LinkedIn so thank oh, yeah. you so much for your t- <laughs> thank you so much for your time today and I look forward to chatting with you again very soon take care Shirley thank, thanks very much Noreen bye thank for you. now bye